Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Saturday morning kids TV shows. Saturday morning, it's Saturday morning. Whoa, whoa, where's a wacky? <laughs> Sorry, I just thought I'd, I thought we needed a, a sort of you know you know yeah, you, those those Saturday morning magazine shows really lodged themselves in my brain. <laughs> I thought I'd give us a a, a raucous wacky nineties intro um, oh. to go to go after that. Um, and this but, whole episode. Because it's going out on a Saturday morning, we could yeah. do it like a wacky kids magazine show where we're just showing up loads of different <laughs> wacky we're cartoons. Just showing up live for five minutes so we can announce Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and to and to help us announce Pokemon, we have uh, a uh, member of a soap or an artist with a new album out. Or indeed, uh, Eden MW. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it's nice to be put on par with people like I don't know Little Mix or the guy that plays <laughs> Phil Mitchell. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in good company there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Anything, anything the network wants to promote. Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing? Welcome Eden? back right? to the show. Yeah, I am not doing so bad. Not doing so bad. Um, We've the, the the shop is going through a lot of expansion at the minute, so I've been thrown out of my usual office, and now I'm just huddled in the corner of my bedroom again. Because <laughs> the, there's just there's there's mugs and badges and pins all over the office. It's a bit of a, it's a bit of a mess at the minute, but it means we're doing well. We're running out of room, well. but that's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good that's a good sign. Now we're gonna cut to cartoons that you're just waiting for. Aren't we, yes. Tom? Yes. So uh, these cartoons have been given to us by people on our social media. So uh, facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast or Twitter at Life's a Pitch show. Go there. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Um, that is www.facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast and HTTP colon forward slash forward slash www.twitter.com forward slash life's a bit show to uh, give us your titles every week we'll we'll pitch those movies or it, it, in this case tv shows uh so without further ado from ross originals we've got collectimals bernie grabham the creature collector <laughs> collectimals. bernie grabham <laughs> <laughs> bernie grabham because it's 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 basically what would happen if Pokemon were seen through a different lens, isn't it? I mean, it feels like the the same lens that Pokemon is seen through. <laughs> like I don't know. No, nah, it's 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 an, this is a, instead of it being a thirteen year old boy, this is an old man. <laughs> this is Bernie <laughs> Sanders. <laughs> I I don't know. I quite like uh, I quite like Pokemon being shunned through the lens through the lens of. Uh, of whoever directed Kes. <laughs> <laughs> a kitchen sink Saturday kitchen morning sink. cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> kitchen sink Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, that kind of vibe. But it, it, yeah, if we have an old an old man on the Yorkshire Dales collecting <laughs> animals. 
<laughs> Bernie Grabham, yeah. He's got his flat I, cap I, on. I think we can blend these two, right? Uh, these two yeah. ideas with Bernie Sanders. <laughs> it wouldn't be hard. Voicing, <laughs> voicing a a, a a a man on Dales who <laughs> like, loves loves these things called collectibles. He loves them to bits. He's, he's he really like looks after them and cares for them. But they only manif- when when the um uh like they only seem to manifest in the like the hordes of the rich. So he has to go around, uh, like, stealing stealing from, breaking into the vaults of the very rich to, to collect their grab, grab, what are they called? Collectimals? Collectimals. Yeah. Collectimals. So he's yeah, like yeah. Some, some Robin Hood figure, but he doesn't yeah. actually care about redistributing. That's all done by accident. He yeah. just wants the magical creatures that live in the bank vaults. Exactly. And when he gets the magical creatures, so too come the money in the bank vaults. Like it's like it's kind of like a pokeball. Wait. When you seal the when you seal the collectible, when you grab the collectible, all gold in the nearby vicinity is beamed into the collectible. Wait, wait. We're just pitching a Saturday morning cartoon where an old man robs banks. That's <laughs> yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah, I'm on board. We just want to spark. We want to spark the idea early in kids. <laughs> Rob from the rich, <laughs> and yeah, like uh, his 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 little sidekick is called Rob. Ah, a little Robin. robot. Rob from the rich. Yeah, Rob from the rich, little uh, ah. little, little robot, um, yep. and uh, uh, and you know, depending on who who's making this show. Um, he might be horny or not. <laughs> I think know. he is unmistakably horny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's uh, you know, if it was made by if it's made by someone who makes an anime, then yeah. uh, odds are, odds are that the little robot is horny. I quite like the Japanese animation house watched Kez and was like, <laughs> yeah. let's do a version of this in our own way. Yeah. And that's how we got with, and that's how we found <laughs> Bernie collectibles. Grabham. Bernie Grabham, the creature collector. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what's like? I mean, we need to give an example here, right? We need yeah. to give like one episode of uh, one particular kind of rich person that Bernie Grabham's like, uh oh, uh, the one percent of. Creature owners uh, <laughs> collecting ninety nine percent of the creatures. The only rich person I can think of right now is Donald Trump. Um, yeah. So we could very easily do. He has to break into a fancy hotel. Yes. And, and... It's a hotel themed collectible because, of course, one of the big selling points of collectibles of, of Pokemon of anything like that is the, the indi- individuality of the creatures. Yeah. Um, being there's... represented by the episode. So, what what do you what do you think? Is it is it a kosh? You know, like um, what, is that what they called the little, little? I've never um, heard that word before. No, no. What are they called? Galot? What are they, what are they called? The, the kind of um, domes that you put over food in fancy places. I I don't. I just I called them food domes. I didn't think they had a word. Food domes. Food, food domes. domes. <laughs> you put yeah. over food in food fancy domes. places. That's the full I don't know, name. What, what, what do you find in it? What do you find in a fancy hotel that, that this this collectible can be themed after? Well, my my first instinct was it would be some sort of like concierge. Maybe maybe it's like it's got a food dome for a head and it's in a little concierge outfit. Yeah. Oh. 
and it's, maybe um, maybe it carries yeah it's a little bellhop thing maybe it even has one of those like luggage carts that, yes. it, sur- that it surfs around on yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I love the idea of having collectible go and that, that can only be found <laughs> yeah. in in hotels in fancy hotels yeah, yeah. Yeah. It encourages um, yeah, you to break into fancy in hotels. In the episode, he has to stay in the hotel, right? Um, uh, he like, oh yeah, in the episode, he get he wins a ticket to the, to a hotel, to a fancy hotel, and mm. then sees this collectible wheeling up and down the, the corridors. And he's like, oh, I'm going to have to wait. I'm going to have to wait till, <laughs> uh, like, uh, till I know when it, when it kind of like, it finishes work. And then he finds out that it's being made to work like 24 hours but these this hotel's so big that it takes it a full 24 hours to get all the way around the hotel so he has to be there at a certain time to uh to 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 intercept it and go like you know what you could live a better life you're being kept under the thumb of of this big uh, uh, rich guy um we've got to get you into the vault (laughs) <laughs> because there's going to be a vault every episode. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Donald Trump-esque person turns up with his uh, his own collectible army of evil collectibles that haven't been, that he's, that he's talked into, I don't know, I want, I, want to, I want him to have like bouncer collectibles that are just called Beefy Boys. Yeah, they're just called <laughs> Beefy Boys. It's true. They're beefy made out of beef. Yep. Yeah, they're just, they've they're got, just they've like... got a cow's head, but they're all steak from their yeah. down. They're, they're like they're like Rayman, but made of steaks. <laughs> yes, and they got like big comical earpieces as well. Yeah, and they're ju- they're just his beefy boys. <laughs> <laughs> my beefy boys, my beefy boys. My name is my name is Ronald Bottom Noise, and these are my beefy boys. You're never boys. gonna get out of here. <laughs> never gonna get out of my hotel labyrinth. Mr. Bernie, <laughs> Bernie, grab him! And yeah, the there you go. I think round. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, the, the, that's. I think that's it, isn't it? Like they, they, they find themselves trapped for the uh, yeah. for the episode, and they have to try and solve this labyrinth. Him and uh, him and his horny robot, Robbie, <laughs> Rob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and then any collectibles he's made, he he's found during this season. Because at the end of every season, yeah. the collectibles he's found get redistributed to yeah. needy people. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> so from Terry Silver, we've got crocodile fears. Crocodile fears. <laughs> yeah, I like this. Very clever. Yeah. So in my head, this is this is an anthropomorphized crocodile, and yeah, he's got a little detective coat and a little hat. Um, oh. uh, <laughs> and what he does is he. He goes around and he basically he helps stop people being scared of things. Yes. So uh, he's he's uh, he's it's not quite he's I don't know what his job is called, but he is that for hire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he is a he is a a de scarer. Yeah, <laughs> de scarer. A. I think uh, I think he. Um, the fear killer. His his okay. I think he's anthropomorphized in the same way that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are anthropomorphized. In that he there was a, there was an accident, and he was transformed. Right. Also yeah. in the sewers. This is because I think the the start of this should be at the at the the zoo. He's in. He's he's like you know crawling around in uh, in, in his tank or in the uh he's swimming around in the in the enclosure and he keeps seeing this person that's really like uh looking after the 
I don't know the the koalas or the the mm. someone or other the fish the nice fluffy animals and being really nice to them and feeding them and just being really kind and then over time there's a, there's a leak a radioactive leak of some kind that that go that f- goes through the water into his enclosure and he gets he's, he's getting smarter and smarter and learning from this person all the language and all the all and how to be yeah. kind and how to help people but when he grows arms and legs and finds a hat and and actually climbs out of the enclosure this person is revealed to this zookeeper is revealed to have a more like mortal fear of 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 like crocodiles just terrified right mm. so he re- he resolves to to go and uh, to 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 help other people get over their phobias of things that aren't crocodiles because the one person he wishes he could help he could never help. Uh, tragic. It's, I love it. It's 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 the zoo is located next to the lab that they did the uh, MK Ultra tests on. Yes, of yeah, course, of course, yes, course. Yeah. yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> That was a serious, the most serious response. <laughs> of course, yeah. of course, yeah. That makes all that makes all the sense in the world. Where else would they put it? Why yeah. wouldn't Why wouldn't there be a zoo next to there? <laughs> yeah, that's to distract people from all the MK Ultra. Oh, a lion! There's no <laughs> room in America to have no, a remote <laughs> military base to do no, experiments in. in. We've got to have it. Yeah, zoos. we're going to cram it in next to uh, next to this zoo. It's the last. It's it's the last place you'd look. For a secret yeah. government lab. Yeah. The so Russians, anyway, they yeah. couldn't find it. They they hate He's zoos. A, yeah, they do. He's a descarer. Yeah. Yep, he is a descarer. Descarer for hire. And every episode, he goes around in his little, in his adorable little coat, and he yep. solves fears. Yep. And I think, and I think there's um, the evil Professor Fear, um, who. Oh no! The evil uh, Michael Michael Keaton Ultra. Um, <laughs> Is that when he has all the chaos emeralds? <laughs> he's he's he was the work. He was the head of 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 M- McUltra in in, 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 the, in the lab. And McUltra he's the, is the one of the reasons burger. that he's bad. But he likes to go around spooking people. He's trying to he's trying to develop a weapon that he could send over to make everyone scared of him. Yeah. That's so, his thing. So he's the scarecrow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Basically. But he's called <laughs> Michael <Batman>. Keating <laughs> Michael Keaton Ultra. He was regular Michael Keaton, but then he became so imbued with fear that he became Ultra. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's more effective than Michael Keaton Great. Uh, yeah. But not as effective as Michael Keaton Master. <laughs> Precisely. Um... He, he, he transforms into Michael Keaton Master in the last episode. <laughs> in the second to last episode, right at the end, and then, and then yeah. the, the last episode never gets aired. We, we'll never oh, know. No. We'll never, never know. know whether whether he gets de scared or not by uh, yeah. by Alligator Fears. But it's like a it's like a realistic. Like drawing of Michael Keaton as well, and his <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cartoon crocodile. Who's voicing this cartoon crocodile? Um, Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's voiced by Michael Keaton. Great, not Michael. Yeah. Keaton Ultra. <laughs> Michael Keaton Ultra is uh, is the other one. It's voiced by Willem Dafoe. <laughs> yeah. right. of course, of course, of course yes, yes. <laughs> that is Michael Keaton Ultra, isn't it, Willem Dafoe? Yeah. 
Because uh, what is Winnie the Pooh but just a better of version Michael of Michael Keaton? Keaton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, the kind of the, the Pokemon Evolution uh, Hollywood scale. It's like it's Michael Keaton then Willem Dafoe, isn't it? It's uh, of course. Yeah, who's who's the, who's the star of Pokemon version of that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, I think we all agreed that basically it was it was any of the young actors we know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take your pick, yeah. Actually, it could be Robert Pattinson. So it's like Pattinson, then Keaton, then Defoe, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's, a that's a <laughs> I suppose he does have a kind of strange face, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you listeners could think of anyone that would be the starter Pokemon to this evolutionary <laughs> Hollywood chain, right? in, like tweet us. If you, if you evolve Michael Keaton at night, you get Willem Dafoe. If you're involved in day, you get Jim Carrey. <laughs> um, yeah, anything else we've got to add to Alligator Fears? Or no, we, it, is was, that perfect? it was perfect, so then we just went off. It was, it was perfect, yeah. <laughs> Ten seasons. All the episodes, exactly the same plot. Large, largely <laughs> because it's very cheap to make, because we just... It's, it's just We just put a painterly filter over Michael Keaton's face. <laughs> <laughs> he just put him a green yeah. screen, and then we Animated. put a filter over him. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, yeah, a, a bit movies. like um, you know, the uh, take on me, um, uh, <laughs> like video. You know that kind of yes. like draw, drawn style. <laughs> the whole thing is that style. Yeah, yeah. Like the ho- it's <laughs> no, so just strange. Michael that, Keaton. Like, no, sorry, sorry. Just, just Michael, Michael Keaton oh, Ultra. Right. Yeah, that's a shame. That's a shame. He is this was, like eight frames say... per second monster. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's quite the whole scary, time. actually. <laughs> Having but, having the monster be a different frame rate has been pro- uh, to to the rest of the world has proven to be scary in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, and the whole time it's it's not it's not uh, aha playing take on me the whole time. It is just tears for fears playing <laughs> playing their discography in the background the whole time. Own, like okay. like even at quiet moments, you can still hear them play. Like it's, uh, it's tears for heels. fears playing yeah. uh, playing uh, take on me. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good shout, actually. Yeah, I like that. Um, so from Phil Walters, we've got Yorkshire pudding person. Yorkshire pudding person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we can all get behind this character, who is, yep. of course, derived from the Christmas adverts of uh, Aunt Bessie's Yorkshire puddings. Of course. Mm. It's about time they completely... adapted a Christmas advert into a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> a completely British reference that no one in America will understand or want to. Look it up, nerds. Uh, so the uh, Aunt Bessie, of course, being is going to be the 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 kind of like uh, the owner of Yorkshire pudding person as a pet, you know, yep. uh, in in a sort of Tom and Jerry way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? In a sort of so, Tom and Jerry, that is just having a pet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so Aunt Bessie, we only see her from like the chest down. Yeah. Um, yeah. As this Yorkshire pudding person. Yeah, I mean, so when I say Eden, when 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 I say in a sort of Tom and Jerry way, it's not exactly the same as just having a pet because I mean, Tom and Jerry are quite clearly sentient. And quite intelligent beings uh, to the point where they can operate machinery. Uh, <laughs> but it's still just a pet with an owner. Like, <laughs> like 
yes, <laughs> but it is a bit weird that they aren't just living alone. You know what I mean? It's like they could <laughs> hold down a job, at least online. <laughs> but they can't. Like, Tom <laughs> has no thumbs, so can't use a can opener. So That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah he no, needs that, an opener. That's the only Open reason. tins of food for him. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like the Yorkshire pudding person is is like loafing around is the best I can uh, uh, the best way I can put it. Just squelching around the house. Squelching. Yeah, just Remind like me. these. What is the Yorkshire pudding person there to do? Just these oily Yorkshire. Uh, well, there's there's it's it's one of these survival ones, you know, where like there's someone the chef. The the evil chef who wants to turn the Yorkshire pudding person into a uh, into a Yorkshire pudding Yorkshire factory. Pudding. <laughs> just a Yorkshire pudding. Just yeah. yeah. He just wants to if put I, Yorkshire pudding. If I serve this to the queen, she will make me the head chef of the royal family. That's his name, Ed Chef. Person. Ed Chef. Yeah. Ed like, Chef. And Yorkshire pudding person doesn't speak. It just makes a kind of like... He sounds... Yorkshire pudding person, they sound like a a Banjo-Kazooie character. Yeah. Mm. They speak in in syllables, but not in words. Yeah. Does it make sense that I'm imagining this as if we gave... David Firth an idea for a Saturday morning kids TV show. Yeah, 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 yeah that yeah, works. Yeah. This is that. Yeah, the, the guy with salad fingers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I think and, that's and I think that's ran. about right. And Ed Chef is coming in and he's like, you know, he's already covered in blood um <laughs> when he starts. Come back here, Yorkshire pudding person. And he's got his he's got his hands up against the window, and you can see they're really sticky from all the cooking he's doing. But he hasn't washed his hands, so he's just like they're just ha- sticky handprints we can see on the on the window as he's like look, peering through, looking for a way to get at Yorkshire pudding person. Um, my question is, I suppose in the in each episode. How does Yorkshire pudding? How does Ed Chef try to to capture Yorkshire pudding person? And how does Yorkshire pudding person get out of it? Because this feels like a a wily coyote roadrunner situation. Yeah, yeah. I feel like what what does Yorkshire pudding person do with their time? Because like that would be like it would be like <laughs> it would be like set like there would be a trap to set. Ed Chef has to set a trap of some kind. But what does a Yorkshire pudding do that you could bait a trap with? Um, Questions only anyone can ever ask on, on a podcast <laughs> such as this. What does a Yorkshire pudding person actually do? How, do what is time. a day in the life of a Yorkshire pudding person? <laughs> what is a day in the life of a Yorkshire pudding? Do they have hobbies? What are yeah, their interests? Well, yeah, Yorkshire pudding's a person's a gamer. <laughs> What what does Yorkshire pudding person want, and what does Yorkshire yeah. pudding person need? What, Yorkshire pudding what, person is what a gamer. What are their desires? <laughs> what are their hopes and dreams? They're, they're, they're a gamer, and what they want is the next the next big game, so that we can use this as a platform to advertise the next big game. I see, I see. So yeah. so every every week, Ed, Ed, Ed Chef is like. Aha, if I put this this brand new upcoming uh, copy of 
Call of Duty Modern Warfare out. <laughs> he puts he puts it out in this in this in this circle of rope <laughs> and waits behind a rock for your Yorkshire pudding person and, to come by. Yorkshire pudding person like oh 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 oh, 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 oh. like wandering over to it, leaving a greasy wake. You know, like yeah. leaving just a sort of oily, just a yeah. small amount of oil that's left behind on on uh, Yorkshire puddings if you squeeze them. Oh. Just gravy dripping from him as well. Like <laughs> oh yeah, he's got a head that's one of those dish Yorkshire puddings. Say, yeah, I'm, I'm it's thinking always like, full of gravy. Yeah. It's it's like a Cuphead situation where he is like. He is a, his head is a Yorkshire pudding. Yeah. And and there 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 is perpetually gravy in there. It is constantly so, sploshing. I have been thinking visually in my head he kind of looks like a clicker from The Last of Us. <laughs> but instead of <laughs> instead of fungi it's it's Yorkshire puddings, right? Yeah. And that oh, kind it, of vibe. Not not quite fleshy. He needs to be completely compro- comprised of like squishy Yorkshire puddings, you know, with all yeah. the folding bits. And you know, if you try and fold a Yorkshire pudding, and you can see where the joints go, it's kind of like you know yeah. when you you have those um, kids' TV shows with where all the characters are made out of cloth. Yeah, yeah, it's like that, right? Apart from made of Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> So, so there we have it. Uh, <laughs> Yorkshire pudding person. That, I think that's my favourite one this week. I don't, I don't I, know why. I just have this image of, you know, that that, that loop of rope and, and he, yeah. he goes and picks up Modern Warfare. His foot gets caught <laughs> in the rope and he gets turned upside down and, and Ed Chef is so excited to have captured him that he runs in, right? But of course, Yorkshire pudding person is upside down, and so the gravy all tips out onto onto Ed Chef's head, and he's like, "Ah, it's so hot! How does your <laughs> head gravy constantly remain so hot?" <laughs> I want to know your secrets. <laughs> let, let me in the subtitles. It's let me down, and I shall tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's too late. He's been scolded in the head, and so he runs off. And yeah. as he runs off, he trips over the thing that's holding Yorkshire pudding person up. Foiled again, Ed Chef. Prick. Yep. Falls into a canyon. Yep. <laughs> Falls yeah. into a canyon. <laughs> and then every ev- every week ends ends with the queen leaning over the canyon and saying, "He'll never make head chef of the royal family." <laughs> oh, I wish I knew how to do animation because I really want to do like a little like minute long short. Of of this of Yorkshire pudding person, <laughs> Yorkshire pudding person, yeah. <laughs> I know that Yorkshire pudding is a gamer and only likes the best new games that everyone is excited for, like Tiger Woods Pro Golfing 2018. <laughs> I couldn't find it in the store, so I had to settle for Madden Madden 18. Instead, I could not find the game, so here is a gift certificate for the Xbox <laughs> Online Store. Electronics but you have boutique. to buy PGA Tour with it. <laughs> I shall attach it to the rocket, fire it at, at Yorkshire Pudding Person, and not get my foot tangled on the piece of rope underneath. I sure hope this rocket does not disturb any. Any chef hating aliens <laughs> that happen to be zooming around. Yeah, there you go. Yorkshire pudding person. Yeah. Aunt Bessie. 
etc. What stops a Yorkshire pudding person more than a falling anvil? <laughs> <laughs> so, from fingers to hand, we've got John Cena and the Science Snakes. John, John, John Cena, Cena and, the and the Science Snakes. Okay, so is this is this our WWE cartoon? Maybe. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's I gotta think have. So. It's gotta have someone from the WWE in. Maybe. Uh... As we've well, as we've discussed before, right? <laughs> the WWE is rich, fertile ground yep. for Saturday morning cartoons. There are wizards. Uh, undead like there are there are space is there space leprechauns there, there was there was a moon man once uh, he yeah. didn't do very well but there was a moon man um like there, there's all sorts there's there's all sorts going in the WWE universe but what John, John Cena's what was the title again John Cena, John and, Cena the science and the science snakes, snakes. I, I also science really like the idea of there being a sort of like a documentary or biopic called There Was a Moon Man I don't know there what it's about there was a that's, moon a, man. that's a great title of a, of a <laughs> film yeah, yeah. There um, Was a Moon some, Man like, tagline he didn't do very well but there was, <laughs> but there was a moon man <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the only films where the subtitle is it has the title in it <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, John Cena and the Science Snakes, I think, has to come from this, right? I think um, what we what we find is, and I think this comes after John Cena has built up such a personal, a good personal brand that he's broken. Oh, is this okay? Is this going to be sanctioned by the WWE, or are we going to go rogue with this? Um, I think it should be sanctioned because I think be okay. Here is here is my pitch. John Cena yep. has uh, broken free and done the Hollywood thing. Yep. And uh, Vince knows The Rock did that, and then he lost The Rock. And yep. that was terrible for him. So he knows he can't let John do that. Big Match yep. John needs to stay in the ring. Uh, so he deploys the science snakes led yep. by Randy Orton, because Randy Orton was called the Viper for a short while, and that's a okay. snake. Okay. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes! To, to, to try and get John Cena back into the WWE. Uh, well, but it is set from the point of view of John Cena, so Vince McMahon is the bad guy, because Vince McMahon is the bad guy. It's always. always the bad guy. I see. Okay, so he's, essentially... He's the claw in the chair, right? He the, is. The, uh, okay. To the Inspector Gadget. I- I'm glad you're here for this, Eden, because like, uh, at first I thought, well, we can't make the WWE the bad guy, right? We can't oh, do yeah, that. Oh, yeah, you can. But in, in this case, yeah, because it is Vince McMahon, he lives to be the bad guy. The the WWE are the bad guys in the WWE. They they are they are the heel GM. Okay, so yeah. The, and the science snakes, I think what the science snakes are is they are genetically modified wrestlers that can inhabit the bodies of other wrestlers to uh, to like take over their brains and make them leave the WWE. Yes. And so they're wrestling for contracts, right? So they're like, John Cena's tried to get out and uh, and they're trying to pull him back in, right? Yes. They say, like, if, if I beat you with this new flavor of the month wrestler that we're bringing in to guest this week, then you're going to have to, <laughs> you're going to have to come back to the WWE. And he's like, no, um, I've got to fight for my life and my, and, and the health of my career. And the American <laughs> way. <laughs> <laughs> and John, I like 
like the idea that John Cena is always trying to make an invisibility uh, <laughs> thing as well. Like he's he's trying to use science to make himself invisible. Yep. No, I I think like, in this show John Cena just has the ability to turn invisible. When yeah, he, does he just this, he just puts when his he hand does the hand facing and he, he turns, turns invisible. invisible. Yeah, and you can get that really really Hanna Barbera like whip 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 whip, and he's yeah. gone like <laughs> yeah, and he's just like a dotted outline. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? What? Wait, where did he around? go? <laughs> and then he leaps out to do his to do his his five knuckle shuffle, which is a, a move he used to do. Which is just which is just he punches you. But it's just a punch. It's a punch with a lot of build up, but it is just a punch. Just punch. Hey, don't mess with the classics like that. That can really hurt someone. It's like how it's like how the people's elbow was just he elbows you, but it had a lot of build up, so it was a big deal. Was a big deal. I, can just imagine, I can just imagine someone going, Ow those hurt <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean I, I yeah, I think basically we the, the the good thing about this is that we because we have the Viper, because we for, we have this the these science snakes these genetically modified uh, uh, like wrestlers who can sneak into the bodies of other wrestlers to control them for a bit um it means that we can have even people who are friendly to john cena in universe uh even you know dwayne the rock johnson we can have oh. him come in for a voice a voice role etc and because mm. they're being controlled to be the baddie um, the, the John Cena can do a five knuckle shuffle from invisible, punch him, and they get knocked out their ear. You know the snake, oh, and then yes. and then Dwayne the Rock Johnson's like, yeah, it's time we teamed up, John Cena, and 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 fought this snake. Um, and then of course Vince McMahon from his base on the moon um, uses his, <laughs> his 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 wand, his his large magical staff to zap. Um, the 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 evil snakes and turn them into large city-sized, oh, of course, <laughs> city-sized creatures. Vince McMahon does love a big a big beefy man, so he he would definitely <laughs> yeah. turn things into big beefy man if he could. Um, and then and then Dwayne the Rock Johnson and John Cena have to just, instead of doing the Power Rangers thing where they get into a Zord, <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson just sits. On John Cena's shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Batista rocks up as well. He's, uh, yeah. he's got out of the WWE, hasn't he? All, all yeah, their friends uh, just sit on each other's shoulders yeah. and they just get there as a totem pole of fists. <laughs> <laughs> so there we have there you it. Go. The official John- WWE uh, <laughs> cartoon. <laughs> John Cena and the Science Snakes. Thank you for that one. Fingers to hand. So thank you to everyone who's given us titles this week. Hope you've enjoyed the Saturday morning extravaganza that was the Life's a Pitch show this week. I remember you mm. can go to www.facebook.com forward slash Life's Pitch podcast to give us your titles every week. Or go to http colon forward slash forward slash www.twitter.com forward slash life's a pitch show to give us your titles there give us a follow give us a like give us your titles and give your eyes 
to Eden. By which, of course, I mean, Eden, if if they wanted to see more of you, if they wanted to uh, to help you out or, or, or just uh, con- consume more of the cool, creative things you make, how would people find you? You can find me and give me your eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I am on Twitch and Twitter mostly. Uh, I am on Twitch twice a week, Wednesdays and Sundays usually, and Twitter just 24 hours a day. Um, you can find me at Queer Buccaneer, both of those places. Uh, Buccaneer, two C's, two E's, Queer Buccaneer. Um, I feel like every time I come in the show, I have a new screen name, but I'm, I'm going to stick with that one for a while. Um, thank you for coming on the show again, Eden. It's it's always good. It's always good to come here and just spout nonsense for a couple of hours. Um, it's it has been very entertaining nonsense. Um, if you want to help this uh, listener, this is not uh, just Eden. Eden's already done this. Um, if you want to uh, help us create more nonsense, then you can go ahead and go over to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast. We really appreciate it. Along with those of you who are sharing the podcast and telling all your friends about it, uh, we really appreciate the fact that uh, those of you who've gone over to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast, give us a little bit of money each month. Um, Mm. And for doing so, you get your name read out each week and a a whole host of bonus content over there. Um, Like a lot of bonus content, hours worth of bonus content you can uh, you can get over there um so we like to say thank you to brandon spanky mills good news tom 366 is defect free bad news tom 365 you're about to explode mix bisque a new podcast echo wrong 80s sorry headed further back jeremy elkayam stephen d thomas Tom, you're in danger. You are not the first. Don't trust Matt. Follow the money. Only trust the Eldar Death Squad. Fingers to hand. Time prime crime. The nonsense radar is beeping up in 1383 in a village called Bisky Origin. James Delaney. Well, now, everybody, I think we arrive at safe. Do a spread out and behold for Bisk. Mine own Benson Phillips. Behold, yonder bakery hasteth signeth for new Bisks. And tis owned by Brent Black. Our fusty cousin Brent Black, that gent did this, perish the bethought. Behold here, the Bisque Bakery is right next to the River Thames, and there's wheaty mulch leaking in. There was a funny name here once. It's gone now. Joseph Hegarty. A pace fetches the cork to stymie the floweth of Bisque afore it infects London. Grawlicks the gravy liquor. We'll lick your gravy for cash money. Hollandaise by arrangement only. Should Nutrition Brick gain sentience, please call our special hotline and then hug your family goodbye as a kill team will be di- Mine own lad, the very idea of corking you on vile pipe maketh mine own zones itcheth. Alex, NSFW. Oh, excusing me, sirs. Did one of ye- these sayeth the need- beast needing a big cork for yon their pipe? We did get one down at the mess- Messrs. Victorian Orphanage. Hark, the Herald Angels sing of the second Patreon account I created to join this stupid ARG. All right, gang, I got the motorbikes. What's going on? Egad's a lightsaber. Max Bisk. Mine own laird, mine own laird, the peasants aren't revolting. Those gents are at the gates demanding thy stockpiles of Bisk. Captain Eden has commandeered this podcast and I, Matt, am joining their crew of rowdy buccaneers. Sorry, Tom. 
Continuing this story of stretching the limits of my creativity, fie those distempered doors, apace, anon, placate these folk with a period-appropriate outro ditty. So thank you to all those people who uh, backed us on Patreon. We really appreciate it. Thank you for making a lot of sense. Is there a secret, like, Discord server or something where all of that gets arranged and everyone agrees to speak in Victorian English? Or does that just happen naturally? Nobody really knows. Uh, it no. all appears to happen at once, but uh, that's all we truly know. Or do you just have, like, one person with 18 accounts or <laughs> patrons for too. you? Maybe. <laughs> probably. Probably. I-, I like how our patreon list could be mentioned on the scp foundation uh, <laughs> yes your, your your patreon list is an scp at this point yeah <laughs> it Otherwise, has a mind of its own it is fully sentient <laughs> it's a cryptid for sure yep. <laughs> so thank you again eden for coming on and we end the show as we always do with the yes very clever award which uh, we just give out to someone who's given us a title based around an existing title just had, had a bit of fun with it um and uh, this week it's been given to reese howell who gave us fellini's eight and a half what no so it's already it's me. already a film by frederico fellini uh called <laughs> eight and a half okay I, I, I guess Reese Howell just wanted to see a Saturday morning cartoon version of that. <laughs> you know, some Is it good? Italian neorealism. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we'll get to work on making that. Um, yeah. And until next time, I've been Matt Turner. <laughs> I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Eden MW. Remember who pitched it.